0: You're listening to the John Stapleton Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Um, this is the week of Thanksgiving, and I can't believe it's already here. And speaking of Thanksgiving, I was just thinking of reasons why we should be thankful. You know, if you think about it, um, th- being thankful isn't natural. Some of us don't go a single day of our lives without complaining about something. And maybe in good cause, you know, maybe the world is out to get you. Maybe maybe your life really, 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 really sucks, right? Maybe maybe you have nothing good that happened to you. But if you think about it, that's that's not reality. That's not reality. No matter how bad your life is. There is always good things and bad things that happen. And so I I just want to give you some reasons why we should be thankful. And I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. I want to give you something good today. I want to give you an asset today. I want to give you a way of thinking that's going to help you be more like Jesus. And so I have five reasons why you should consider being more of a thankful person. And Are there more than five reasons? Certainly, but I'm only going to give you five because I know you're busy. One, it's honest. The person that is always complaining might as well say, nothing good ever happens to me, only bad things. And that's not true. That's not true. You are not in hell. You have the grace of God on your life somewhere. So find the good. You are an expert in finding the bad. Find the good. Um, I think it was Rick Warren that said, um, he used this analogy of train tracks, how life is like a pair of train tracks, and you know, one track is good stuff and one track is bad stuff, and you can choose on what side of the track you want to live on. Do you want to live on the pessimistic side or the optimistic side? And the truth be told, life together, an honest look at life says, you know what, some pretty great things have happened and some pretty bad, horrible, terrible, awful things have happened. And a, a person that is overly positive does not look at the bad stuff that happened. And a person that's overly negative doesn't look at the good stuff that happened. And both are not honest. They're, both is a lie. And, and so to be an honest person, just be honest about your life. Hey, this is the good and this is the bad. And when you acknowledge the, both the bad and the good, you're not burying your head in the stand. And two, you're, you're looking for joy. Which is actually my second point. You find joy. You find joy. You know, we often look for bad and, and we can use that same energy to look for the good. Point number three, it gives glory to God. I'm reading the book of Revelation right now. And one of the things that is uh, interesting, and this is, you can even find this in Romans 1. Th- they praise God for creating them and they thank him. They thank him. It's amazing how something as simple as thanks reveals the state of one's heart. It really does. Because either God's God or you're God. And if God is God, then all praise be to him, everything to him, all thanks be to him, because everything good comes from him. If you're God, well, then how dare the world not serve you? How dare traffic not bow to you? How dare people not listen to you and consider you as the smartest person alive? How dare they? How dare people not see my excellence? And that comes from a heart and an attitude that says, I'm God and everyone's here to worship and serve me. I'm here. Get it going, guys. The most selfish people are the most miserable people because when you're God, listen, you're probably a great person. You suck at being God. You are a terrible God and everyone who's in your orbit, who's forced to worship you is miserable because it will all crumble one day. It's just a matter of when. But if you give thanks to God, if you give praise to where it's due, okay, well now he gets the glory and you get the joy. And that's, that sounds a little bit more like how things are supposed to work. Point number four. It's a way to practice humility. Because listen... Especially here in the Western world. I love America. I love the Western world. We have our share of issues. Here's the thing. We have this narrative that we are self-made people. We pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. We were smart. We did it. We, we worked hard. We pulled our resources together. We were and, and we made it. And the thing is, such an attitude, though it sounds grateful, it's prideful. Look at everything I built. That's Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter four, he's on top of his roof. He looks at his, his glorious kingdom. And he says, look at everything that I've done. God gives him the mentality of a cow for the next seven years until he acknowledges that God is the one who rules heaven and earth and God is the one who gave him his kingdom. We can either be humble or we can be humbled. And I'd rather choose the first. Humility says, this was given to me. I, I was responsible. I, I did what God told me to do. I lived uh, be- as best as I could in his will. And the blessings that have come into my life since then is from God. Because of God. Not because of me. If anything, I was the one that sabotaged my own blessing more than anybody else did. I'm my own worst enemy. That's a humble attitude. And the last one, being thankful makes you more attractive. (laughs) Hey guys, listen, have you ever been around someone who just complains all the time? Like nothing is good. They have, listen, if they have nothing to complain about, they will fall apart. There could be no clouds in the sky, it can be sunny, it could be a nice, warm day, and they will find something to complain about. Something. Something needs to be wrong because, you know, if nothing is wrong, I have nothing to talk about. Which is social media, by the way. It's your Facebook, your Instagram, it's your newsreel. It's everything that everyone ever talks about. The stuff that's wrong. I hate that that there are very few people reporting good things that happen. Because you know what? Listen, if you're someone that is constantly on the news, you're probably a pessimist. You probably think that nothing good ever happens because guess what? They don't talk about anything good ever, ever. But a thankful person sees the good that's happening. And in order to see the good, you need to open your eyes and look around. You need to open your eyes and look around and listen the thankful person is attractive. Have you ever been around a wet blanket? A wet blanket. There is this uh, book that I'm, um, I'm I'm working through called um, uh, High Maintenance Relationships by uh, Parrot, and and it's it, it goes through dealing with. All sorts of personality types. At my job, I talk to dozens and dozens of people a day, and and they're just ver- a variety of temperaments and a variety of people to deal with. And and this book kind of helps me understand the psychology of their brain. And the thing is, a wet blanket will find something to criticize. It could be a small win. They'll be like, "Well, you weren't first place." Like they'll just take away any. Any, any cause of joy that you may have, any any source of, hey, that was good. That's a little like uh, encouragement. They'll, they'll belittle it. They'll make it nothing. They may even uh, turn it into uh, something that sounds like a failure. That's a wet blanket. Are you a wet blanket? Listen, if you're a wet blanket, nobody wants to be around you because you bring everybody down. Read the room. and, And, and listen, we are here. We are here. The reason why community is so important is because we need people. We need people to encourage. People need to be encouraged. And listen, when God lives inside of us and when our soul is vibrant, we can therefore pour it into the next person. We can say, hey, here's what God's done for me. Here's why I'm thankful. And listen, that's contagious. Just as the bad stuff is contagious, just as bad news is contagious, just as fear is contagious, you know what Also is contagious? Joy and thankfulness. And I know this is the season where it's maybe a little hard to be thankful. I know some tragic things have happened to people, especially around the holidays. I understand, not, not fully because it hasn't been my experience, but, but I, I, I understand why this wouldn't be a season of joy for you. But our emotions are like gravity; they're going up or they're going down. And our emotions is though they're not everything. They are a window into what's going on in our soul, in our heart, in our inner being. And the downward t- trajectory, like listen, it's okay to mourn, but you gotta you gotta put a limit on that. The biblical Hebrews in the Old Testament, they they. They, uh, when when they were burying somebody, when they were mourning someone's death, they mourned for them for 40 days, 40 days, 40 days is not even two months. They had the funeral and in the scope of the whole year, they, they moved on. And I'm not saying that they'd never had moments of sadness, but you know, that debilitating, I need a mental health break. I need a mental health day. Like that stuff, like trauma that. You know, a sadness, depression that takes that much out of you where you cannot function at work. Like, we need to be putting a limit on it. And I, I know it sounds weird to say that, right? Like, like who am I to control my emotions? Well, well, we need to. I control them all the time when I'm talking to people on the phone at work, right? It's just I need to be a professional. And, and a lot of the things that we learn in professionalism is good for life, too. Because often we just devolve into kids who didn't get what they wanted. We wrote our, our list to Santa or whoever, and, and we didn't get all the stuff that we wanted. And, and, and now we're, we're ungrateful brats. And we have the option to be either childlike or childish. The childish person says, you know what? Everything's about me. The childlike person is thankful. And you know what? A child that's really Christ like will thank their parents for their warm home. And water and clothes. Just something to think about. Don't be a wet blanket. These are five reasons to be grateful. Let me go over them one more time and then I'll see you next time. One, we are to be grateful because it's honest. We're to be grateful too because we find joy and we find we build um joy paths joy bonds. Number three, it gives glory to God. Number four, it's a way to practice humility. And number five, it makes us more attractive on the soul level. God bless and I'll see you next time.